did it. She's done it. <laughs> Guys, welcome to our hot seat, which is done remotely somewhere in Scotland, uh, somewhere in Yaxley, and somewhere in Dogstorp. Um, thanks for joining tonight. The hot seat, I will be going very quiet very shortly, um, is going to be a bit of a different one today, and there is a reason for it, and I'm sure some of you have put two and two together. Um, and if you haven't, you probably will after this. So there is a very special person in the hot seat, but I'm going to hand over the reins to Emma. And um, I'm going to get Beth to put me on mute. And I'm going to leave you in our new favourite interviewer's hands, putting Beth in the hot seat today. So, um, Emma, I'll hand you over. Right, you're going on, you're taking off speaker now. There we go. Emma, I think you're on mute. (laughs) At least that wasn't me. That's so funny because I've literally been chatting. Can I just say, I freaked out and I was like, what have I done wrong already? And I can't hear you. So that's good. Okay. It was a full start out of the gate. We'll go again. Okay. Number one question. How are you feeling? Nervous. I uh, messaged Emma this morning saying I'm absolutely like freaking out for some reason. I can do assemblies in front of like five, 600 people. But as soon as I'm like staring at myself and getting messages, turn the volume up on the computer. And how do I do that, Travis? <laughs> I've done it. Okay. Um, yeah. And as soon as, it, as soon as it comes in, like seeing myself and talking about myself and being videoed, I freak out. So I'm sweating. Hence, I'm like beetroot as well. <laughs> no, you're fine. Don't, no need to worry. Okay. We're going to start with. <clears throat> everyone's new favorite round which is our quick fire okay okay you ready first answer so, exactly I, feel like I, need to, I feel like i need to like put the arms down right serious <laughs> okay number one train on sundays or stay in bed on sundays oh is this what i think or what trav thinks <laughs> it's if not I, about you if i had my way probably i would i would do like a lion i'd probably like to stay in but I know afterwards. I, I know afterwards. I feel great. But yeah, remember Beth. This is quick fire. <laughs> I know. I'm trying. <laughs> okay, ready. Easy one. Lower or upper? Upper. Nice. Favorite exercise? None. <laughs> no face pulls. Least favorite exercise? Squats. Nice. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Favorite restaurant? Ooh. Hmm. Oh, God, we're going to be here for a while. Trav, what's your favourite restaurant? Maybe in Peterborough? Narrow it down? Um, oh, gosh. We'll say Turkish Kitchen. Nice. Favourite Instagram chef account? Oh, Border Lunch. Nice. Summer yeah. or winter? Summer. Favourite place, country you visited? Oh, probably Ibiza because it was our first holiday. Nice. Place you most want to travel to? Uh, New York. Favourite ice cream flavour? Strawberry. And lastly, if you weren't a teacher, what would you be? Oh, a superstar. (laughs) Nice, I like that. Do you like how I threw in those holiday questions since you've booked about a thousand holidays this year? Yeah, we've got loads. (laughs) Okay. So I wanted to start this off a little bit about you and let you talk us through how you started your fitness journey pre-Travis and what that looked like. Wow. Okay. Um, I've always been involved in sport for since as long as I can remember. I think it was 
primary school I got involved in the local netball team that then progressed into secondary school and I think I think since there I hit the ground running with that kind of passion for competitive sport so I'm sure all that I mean the uh, vice principal at my school was my head of year so he's he's now my line manager so uh, we've recently got back in contact since he joined my school and he's always said that I literally was not I, I, I mean I don't even know how I got my GCSEs or A levels because I was never in the classroom I was always on a sports field or in a on a court or playing for older years playing for county so I think that's where it first started. I wouldn't say I ever started in the gym. I think I always, I did sports science at university and loved that side of it, but it wasn't until I kind of found out about my body and how certain things weren't working that I realised that I probably had to jump ship. Um, I had a lot of injuries that were ongoing. So it wasn't probably until I left university. So I was like 21, 22, where I was kind of, I'd say in the gym but even then, it was kind of haphazard. I was one of them typical girls where I'm like, yeah, I like the gym. And then the next day, I've not gone for about four months and I've paid a membership and I've not been and I've just wasted that load of money. So I I, I kept, you know, jumping in and out of certain things. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't really say my journey started in terms of, you know, fitness in the gym for until I was a lot older. Um, it was, but I've always been absolutely obsessed with sport and playing sport and being physically active. So I think my whole life I've kind of done that. I mean, I'm a PE teacher at best, so I mm. think I've always started with that. Um, yeah. Do you think that led you into being a PE teacher, or what did was that due to your your health um, and your fitness and your interest in your competitiveness? I think I didn't have a lot of direction growing up. I think it was kind of like what what do I what do I enjoy and I went with that probably if I had um someone I think our careers advice at school was like do you want to be a hairdresser or a policeman so that was as far as it got so I think it was kind of like when my older sister said well what do you like I've I've been to uni like see what you can find and I was like well I like I like PE I suppose or I love netball and that's how I was obsessed with netball mm. and hockey growing up played county for both so I kind of was a bit like yeah I want to go down there and I kind of fell into teaching it wasn't something where I was like I want to be a PE teacher and that's my my kind of drive because mm. I remember on day one of uni I just kind of sat there and was like mum I think I'm, I think I'm in all right uni you know <laughs> I'm sat here with a load of lecturers and they seem all right and I think I'm going I think I might be a teacher by the end of this apparently <laughs> I just went for the sports course. So that's all I kind of my direction for it. Mm. Nice. So now, so, so that's what you were like pre-Travis, how you got yeah. into teaching. Yeah. What do you think, what does your fitness journey look like now since training with Travis, being with Travis? Um, It's completely different. I think the reason I will say found Travis, not <laughs> joined Travis. Well, the reason I found Travis um, was because... Um, I ended up having major surgery about, oh, it's, I think it's now coming up two years ago. Um, I was born with hip dysplasia. We didn't really know what it was. I just got told for years that I had, um, I, I mean, I think at the age of 22, I still got told I it was growing pains and that I'll grow out of it, even though it was excruciating. So we battled for years to try and get me in and out of doctor's appointments and hospitals because that's why I had to stop kind of my netball, which I absolutely adored. Um, and then I kind of had my own journey where it was through uh, through COVID I had the operation and I just through research and my knowledge I just had to try and get myself through and then I got through the other side and I was kind of like ah what do I do now when I kind of came to this hurdle of I don't know really know what to do for myself um 
So what if it wasn't for uh, Trav's cleaner, who's one of my friends, that said, I know a PT for you. Um, so then I kind of joined Travis and just had the direction of, I really need to sort out my recovery um, because I came to an absolute standstill, like a plateaued. I had all of my knowledge and what I knew um, was kind of frozen in time and I didn't have any confidence to kind of go forward. So now, for the, since I've known Travis and been with Travis, I've just been focusing on what the new me is I suppose um I've you know I got told after my surgery you shouldn't really run um you shouldn't really participate in those sorts of sports you need to be careful with x y and z and I've kind of gone yeah okay we'll see I've not gone back to netball but I've kind of probably gone past my own threshold of what I thought I could do Mm. Um, so yeah it's just kind of been finding my new path and now I've I've changed the competitive side as a team to my, my own competition so mm. say I'm like everyone I suppose I'm my own worst critic but my competitor is myself not really others yeah we've jumped forward a bit in my questions I was going to ask you about this so uh we're <laughs> going to spin these around okay. um so yeah so obviously talking about transforming your training um so you've just explained there for people I don't know everyone might not know about your hip surgery yeah um so so obviously you had quite a long recovery yeah. Yeah. for that. How long did it take you to get fully back to even be able to train? Um, oh, let me think. I got told, um, so it was 12 weeks. Uh, I had a hip full hip reconstruction, uh, not replacement, but a construction. Um, and I got told 12 weeks on crutches, non-weight bearing, um, which was mentally insane if it weren't for you know Nikki bringing a um her new puppy over and coming to see me in lockdown and making sure I was sane I don't think I would have got through it at first um and then I, I want to say about six months before I even felt confident to try things it was kind of like I had to teach myself how to walk again and um I I walked with uh, a limp for quite a while because of the weakness and then I started building on things for a while but nothing really was right until I probably started training with Travis and building that strength because yeah I had a lot of I had a lot although I've still got pain and niggles and we both cringe every time my hips crack um (laughs) they were a lot they were quite severe right at the beginning um so did you strength train much before um, you had your hip reconstruction or like before you started training with Travis I'd probably say I tried um I did the typical things that I knew but I wasn't really tailoring it to myself I used to go hell to leather instead of kind of thinking what works for me I would because I was always chasing the feeling that I had when I was playing sport and the feeling that you would have afterwards I was always go from zero to 100 so I was absolutely knackered and it would be like I'm nearly throwing up at that stage so it wasn't probably the healthiest way to train um I did a lot more I probably didn't do the resistance side I did a lot more hit stuff so you know we all know the Courtney Black and I mean she's amazing for what she does and she at one point got me kind of I did a lot of Courtney Black in lockdown in the fitness side like my my you know me and Travis still laugh about um I think it was Nick the other day brought up that burpee challenge and I was like I'll do it and he's like you're (laughs) mental but I quite (laughs) like burpees because of Courtney Black and I again I'm like I'm gonna do I'm gonna do them if she says I'm doing 25 in however many minutes I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna try and beat it because that's just who I am so yeah yeah so yeah probably 
yeah I wasn't training in the right way before then so no, I did a lot that and training with Travis has probably transformed your training completely oh 100% it's given me structure entirely because I was yeah. like oh I feel like doing this today and I feel like doing that today and mm. I wasn't I wasn't progressing I was probably still fitter than the average person because of my job and my mm. background but I wasn't going in any direction it was all kind of quite sporadic and oh we'll try this today and do a little bit of that and what but I always avoided anything that was my weaknesses so my strengths are my strengths and as soon as I met Travis he's like yeah you're really good at that and I'm like I know I really like it but anything else um I was I just avoided wholeheartedly so what are what are your weaknesses tell us Oh, anything lower body. Uh, the Lay them out on the table. Oh, the amount of times I've cried on that hack squat. Or uh, <laughs> I remember um, having, and I think it was probably the early stages when me and Travis got together and he was still training me. The amount of, I used to have massive panic attacks in the gym and I used to be so embarrassed. And I'm like, you just, and I'd just walk out. I remember at the Anytime Orton Fitness Gym, I was, I think I was on the leg extension and, and we were doing kind of a combination of, um, I think it was leg extension and then some split squats. And there's there's me. I was absolutely fine. Next thing I know, I'm having a major panic attack and just walking, just walk straight out. I think Travis like, what on earth is going on? But I just sometimes get in my own head. And um, yeah, the anything to do with lower body right at the beginning, huge panic mm. attacks all the time. And, and then there was another time in Lynchwood where I was on the hack squat and I was just like, no, I just need to go to the toilet. I'll be back in a minute. And just there I am like basically my head in the yeah. bomb, just trying to breathe and come back down to earth again. But um, yeah, de- definitely my weakness is a lower body, 100%. Yeah, no, I think I, I, a lot of people relate to the gym anxiety, but probably not in that way. I'd say more more so people are like, maybe like lack of confidence or feeling like out of place, but actually yeah. like being like, like, you know, having fear of actually squatting is... Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> When I put it in my head, I'm like, that's just stupid. And even and I, no, not at all. I've had that support from Trav from day one. Like, you know, what what's the worst that's going to happen? Um, and you know, and I'm like, well, I know this because I logically, I'm like, the safety bars are there. Like, I know I've yeah. I've trained people before, so I'm like, the safety bars are there. The weight isn't actually that heavy. I know when I was previously, you know, before I had my operation, I could lift heavier, but I kept saying like, the feeling in my hip is not the same. So like. Mm. When you get that, uh, I'm trying to think of the word now, is it proprioceptiveness of like where, how your body is with the ground and how you yeah. it feel. Depth perception. Yeah, it was, it's not the same. So I'm having, I had to like relearn how to do the skills that I thought I knew really well. So even yeah. like. And I also oh. guess, you know, you know how like probably painful and difficult and yeah. like the recovery of having that. It, so you don't want to, is it like an almost, I don't want to like hurt myself? Yeah, I think. I think half the time I put on a brave face, but let most leg sessions I'm in I'm in pain from my hips. So mm. um it's way I even that video I posted this morning on Instagram of me doing upper body, like that's my face constantly with lower body. Like it's like grin and bear it to the point because and afterwards yeah. I'm like, bugger, that hurt. But um yeah, I think a lot of the time with lower body I am in pain because of my hips, they are so yeah. tight still, and I've got definitely on my right side, um, it's just but I in my mind I'm like I just know this is going to get better mm. just kind of have to as Travis says like sometimes it's like this is my new norm and we'll, we'll we'll keep working on it and it has got so much better but I'm still tackling that and yeah de- yeah dealing with them demons on that side I guess mm. so 
being someone who's obviously gone through that I mean I'm sure there's people that have had injuries or might do like what what advice would you give to people suffering from an injury or a surgery when trying to continue their fitness journey because it sounds like obviously for you yeah you did try and continue yeah and you are still continuing now yeah I think sometimes you've got you've got to admit defeat on what you were doing if something's not working and no matter how hard you've committed you either try it again with support because clearly you need it or you have to admit defeat and try another angle because I think that's what I was really stubborn with I was kind of like I don't want to fail so I don't want to stop doing what I'm doing because that means I failed completely um so that's kind of what probably when I reached out Travis I was like well I'm not failing because I'm still trying to progress in the way that I want to but I I know I needed help um and I'm probably a stickler for asking for help so that was quite big of me I think so yeah probably just to reach out more because I don't think many of us do it as often as we should so to reach okay. out but for genuine reasons I think it's always a good thing to do mm. we spoke yeah, we spoke about this on Travis's hot seat as well about pressure because obviously you say you ask the questions but yeah. do you ever feel as being the partner of our coach interesting the top of our yeah angle do you ever feel the pressure to maintain the perfect image similar to like saying like Travis because um, you are probably his yeah I think it fl- it flicks on and off I'm gonna be honest like sometimes I'm like oh, he can be in the limelight I, I don't care or or you know he's the face of it not me but then other times I think I although I like to try and put myself in the position of I don't care what people think of course I do so sometimes when I'm getting in my over I'm a massive overthinker I get in my own head like what do people think of me by the side of him when he's done his photo shoots and he's looking incredible and there I am just, you know, having a bit of a mess around in the gym and, you know, just pulling a few, you know, face pulls here and there and not really trying. Like, you know, I definitely, when we first got together, I was a bit like... I don't think people would agree with that comment you're making. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm I'm very hard on myself. I'm listening to you thinking you're crazy. I think, yeah, I think sometimes... I don't know. I don't know. I think typically how who people think what Travis would be with. I don't know if they put him with me and like how I am and whatever. So I think, yeah, I probably, yeah, like I said, it switches on and off. I think, mm. yeah, yeah, I've never, in terms of my own probable like appearance, I'm not, you know, I'm not half arsed half the time. So I kind of, when I met Travis, I'm like, take me as I come, mate. <laughs> I think the first time we met, I was like, I had a hair mask on my head in the gym, and I was like, "All right." So I don't think he had uh, much to go on. Go for hot chocolate with me and my greasy hair. Yeah, trying to go for hot chocolate with his hair mask. Um, But yeah, so I think from that side, I'm not really that bothered. But I think sometimes when I look at him and he's in that prime of, and I'm like, "Oh, am I letting the team down?" Sometimes that's how I feel. But I wouldn't Mm. say it's like constant pressure. I'm not like beating myself up all the time. But every now and again, I'm like, I need to sort, I feel like I need a bit of a kick up the arse. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think you've got quite a good balance. Like, as you say, like, you still love good food. You still, you you like food. I think you're like quite a perfect example of someone that actually, yeah, loves the food, still has a drink, still does stuff, but also puts in that time to get everything done. Um, so how do you do it? I mean, what makes you get up? You could stay in bed at four o'clock in the morning, but I see you on Instagram. Do you know what? That, 
that's a that's a more recent change and i've spoken to a few people i think i was speaking to wayne the other day at the gym about it and he was just like people probably couldn't do what we do and he was like i don't know how you get up with trav anymore and i was like do you know what it's been a year it's um nikki knows it's been a year of battling that alarm and me and the thing with Travis, he doesn't get up on his first alarm either. So we've gone, we've gone through quite a few different things of like, can you put it on your watch? Can you just just set one alarm? Should I set right. an alarm to wake you up? Because I'm a really light sleeper. So um, when he's had his like snooze that alarm ten times, and he doesn't even remember the snoozing it the first nine times, I'm bolt eyed awake anyway. So. I always felt really groggy and a bit crap afterwards. I thought, you know what, if I can't beat him, I'm just going to have to join him. So I started that venture probably only about a couple of months ago, not even that, probably even a couple of weeks, I think. Mm. Um, Do you feel like it's changed your whole day though now? Oh, doing Like Mm. the other, I think it was a couple of days ago. I didn't get up. I just could not get out of bed. I was awful for the rest of the day. I just mm. felt I was emotional. I think I cried. I was like, I feel so guilty. I've not got up because that time for me is my time to sort myself out. And now I, I kind of get. Yeah, and that's really important, isn't it? Like, yeah, I get why Trav does it. So, yeah, it gets it gets all my stuff done, and then I'm free for the day to go into teacher mode. Nice, I like it. Yeah. I've got an interesting question for you, which, as our resident foodie of the group, yeah. um, what is a general day of eating like for you? Run us through, like, I want a what, a what I eat in a day. Is this this is like a question just I want to know is about it, people. Is this currently or it, what I would it could normally... Be today. It could be if you want to tell us, like, a good day. Okay. Normally, at the minute I'm on that kind of... I'm, I'm nearly 30. I'm, I'm taking one for the team at this one. Yeah. I'm older than Travis. Um, so I'm on that fit for 30. That's where I'm, my goal is at the minute. So my normal day is not what I would normally want to do. So what I've had today, not I've had a chicken salad. I've had a couple of pink and whites because they're my favourite at the minute. Um, some raisins. But no, on a normal day, I am all about food. I plan my day around food. And I think me and you, Emma, have had this conversation before. Like, if I don't, if I don't have like an interesting meal, I'm not like Travis at all. I cannot do the Tupperware. Even my chicken at the minute, I've got so much spice and seasoning. Um I think the yeah I'm I'm loading Nando sauce onto my chicken. Mine's at just spice. Yeah, mine's just spice. It, I think I had like I tried the whole frozen veg thing, and it even had like some garlic butter on. And I think one day I messaged Travis like I feel sick. I can't even. The smell of it is making me gip. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I call it. Yeah, I call it council veg because it just reminds me of my nan when I used to go there for dinner. Um, and that's no, yeah, I, I, I love frozen veg and it's fine, but that it just the smell of it in that Tupperware just reminds me of when we used to go to my nan. So I don't think I could do it. Um, so yeah, I'm all about flavour. I love cooking when I've got the time. You know, I love cooking at the minute. I just feel like I'm on prep meals for me and Trav, just trying to get him through to his photo shoot. But at the same time, I love yeah, I love cooking. I love flavour. Uh, yeah experimenting so what is what's your go-to healthy meal that is delicious nutritious 10 10 macros banging that's exactly what i wrote down 10 10 macros banging 10 10 macros banging what i think through nail and nailing it i think we have between us nailed the kind of air fryer chicken burger because we always want those that takeaway feeling so we've kind of experimented i use corn flour all the time with loads of seasoning in and i've always tried to get that like to perfection and when you nail it it's beautiful and i don't feel like 
I'm missing out. Oh, and then what is your go-to macros out the window meal? Oh, I've had a massive, massive craving recently for salt and pepper chicken from the Chinese and spicy chips. <laughs> Although that's not really Chinese. I don't I, I should be a fraud. It's, it's a not really fraudulent. it's like the most English Chinese, but we'll fraudulent. take it. It's fraudulent, but yeah, it's um yeah, that's hundred percent anything well, I just anything really. Um um my my mood is definitely via food. It is connected wholeheartedly. The amount yeah. of times me and Travis he's like, Oh, she'll go out for a meal and I'm like, Yeah, hour later I still haven't decided because my mood is going, What do I want now? <laughs> it's changing every five minutes. I can tell because you've been way more comfortable in this food talking portion than you oh, have. Oh yeah, to. look, I'm relaxed now. I'm like talking about You're food. Like, oh, great. I'm not talking about myself. It's great. <laughs> but so on that, how on plan would you say that you are on a day to day? Oh, at the minute I'm absolutely nailing it. Oh, nice. Yeah, Do you I think am. it helps being with someone that, like, not even just saying as being Travis, but being yeah. with someone who is also doing it with you? Do yeah. you think you would find it hard if you were doing it on your own? Oh, yeah. If he was coming home every had, night, yeah. he was coming home every night with the Mackies, I think I'd murder him. Like, we were on this kind of train together, and it's kind of like, if I fail, you fail, and you fail. It's kind of like this pact, like... Yeah. Oh, can we have this? And if he won't have it, I will not budge. So it's, so it's like that sports system again, isn't it? That yeah, you get. it's kind of like, I've, I think the other day I cried because I said I wanted a cookie. <laughs> it was late at night. And he was like, you've just got to go have one. And I was like, no, because you're not having one. So I'm not. And again, competition. I'm like, no, I'm not breaking. You're not going to break me. <laughs> but yeah. to be honest, I think... Yeah, a lot of the time. nature even comes into not having a cookie. Even a cookie, like, I'm not having one if you're not. Um, but no, I think, yeah, it helps, it helps with Travis being on it at the same time. But I think in all, I think in both things, I think I've said this a few times to people. I think everyone thinks that Travis, like, in the morning gets up at four o'clock, whips off the duvet, blows a whistle and like chucks cold, cold water on me to get out of bed. Like, if I didn't get up, he generally just nudges me. He's like, you're getting up today. And if I say point blank, no, he won't, he won't budge. So it is, mm. I do have to get my, my ass out of bed. And if, yeah. if, if I go out of my plan, he's not stood there again, like, you know, Colonel Major telling me off. He'll just be like, well, you know, we'll just have to move. So I think a lot of it still yeah. is on, on me, which mm. again, I never thought, I thought, oh, being with a PT, this would be a breeze. But we have to separate that kind of yeah, PT and he's my partner. And you have to take some accountability for yourself as well, don't and you? I, like, and he's given me tough love to get there because I struggled at first. I was really dependent on him at the beginning, and he's kind of through tough love and a lot of tears <laughs> has made me kind of enjoy my own fitness journey again. Oh, that's cute. It is, isn't it? Oh, don't. I'm going to cut the call in a bit. You can't hear that. But no, I, th- I think. It, at first, I really struggled because I was so dependent on him training me. And I was like, I can't train on my own. Like, I was freaking out. My confidence was so low. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it without someone telling me. I'm, I'm such a perfectionist and I need that. Like, that movement was 100% okay. If not, I'm like, yeah. I failed. So if, <laughs> if that form, oh no, running out of time. Um, oh, I've got 10 minutes. Oh, what? Oh, I've got 10 minutes. Okay. That's right. fine. I just didn't know how to I click it off. Um, yeah. So I think if. Um, I don't think you can click it off. No, it was a thing across your whole face, Em, so I had to get rid of it. Um, So, yeah, I think if, yeah, yeah. What were you saying then? I forgot either. That that box has thrown me. 
Okay. Uh, right. I'm going to go. We'll we'll round this up with okay. some cute little questions. Okay. Um. First one I've got here is: If you could go back to your 20 year old self, yeah. what would you tell her? Now that you're nearly 30. Oh Jesus. Um. Oh, life. Uh. Oh, how do I put this? <laughs> life is always going to be one of them up and down roller coasters, but just don't overthink every single miniature step you've kind of got to look at the bigger picture at all times because I am so like kind of them incremental steps I am obsessed with and sometimes I miss what is actually happening and is going to happen and I probably end up losing the excitement of how far I've come and how proud I should be of myself because I'm so focused on the nitty-gritty and never see the bigger picture Mm. So there's a lot of stuff in my twenties where I've gone, yeah, I've done that, and oh yeah, I've done that, and actually, I sit even now, I'm thinking, oh yeah, I've done a lot, but I'd never give myself enough credit. No, a hundred percent. You don't even now, even on this call, you've been like saying things where actually, I think you're wrong. <laughs> you're like, no, I don't lift very big weights. When actually, I think, yeah, I think you're still maybe you'll you'll sort that out before thirty. We've got a few weeks yet. <laughs> no, you obviously must be more confident than when you were 20. But yeah, no, you've still got a little bit about that going yeah, on. Yeah. It's it always sticks, you know, I'm an overthinker as well. And I always like, everyone's their worst critic, aren't they? Yes. As we yes. Um, yeah. But now, what is, I know you're doing Fit for 30 right now, but what is your next goal? It could be fitness. You could, it could be personal, whatever you want it to be. Um, whatever you want to talk about. I think. I've taken this year, I think when I said oh, like, I'm 30 this year, so I'm going to have that goal of putting myself first. I think next is mainly to do with my career. I love, I've said to Travis so many times, like, I love the teaching element of my job, um, but it's a, it's a, it's hard graft in the sense that I've come so far and I'm what I've been through in my career has been amazing, but at the same time, it's probably not where <clears throat> I want it to be now. So I've I've been massively taken away from that health and fitness and sporting element. So I definitely want to get that back in my life in the next year or so. So if it's not in teaching, if it's something else, then that's what I'm kind of striving for. Because I just, I love it. I, I'm passionate about it. I I think about it 24 uh, yeah. seven. I was trying to teach Macbeth to a group the other day. And I think one of the lads said, miss, what are you doing at the gym at the minute? And I think half an hour later, we've lost the lesson. And I'm still talking about the gym with them all. So um and about like how I used to train and all sorts so I think yeah Yeah. I think it's something I need to go towards definitely Mm. well you've got the right person with you to push you in the right direction haven't yeah yeah wow Beth yeah what an exciting call that was I can't believe it's done I do you know what I mean I thought well there's about five minutes left so I might open it up because other people might want to stop hearing my voice yeah I might (laughs) (laughs) But no, thank you so much for answering no, those thank questions. You. I hope the way everybody, I think people will have taken a lot from that. I think this is an exciting one for people as well, because I think people always want to know a bit more about you because you're gorgeous. Mm. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think so, always, do you know, it's quite nice not to be, um, <laughs> I think I'm maybe on the side and not actually sat on the bed, just like piping up every two minutes and giving my like two pence piece. But it's quite nice to be, uh, 
actually involved in the conversation because sometimes I'm there on my phone like am I allowed to say something yet (laughs) so I think you should you should join in join in the calls yeah um so I'm gonna open it up to anybody that would like to ask a question or anyone that just wants to say thanks yeah go on Trav you start oh hello hello dinner for the weekend when she leaves me for a Hindu. That's my question. Say that again. <laughs> have I prepped your dinner whilst I'm on a Hindu this weekend? Yeah. How do I say? If I, if I say not yet, no, be, if I say not yet, that'll be lying. So the answer is no. <laughs> um, no I, I obviously, I don't have any questions. I think in your honesty there to to go into the fact that you have struggled and it isn't as easy living with someone who does it but it isn't just because I people put the pressure on you either it's not like me sat there shouting at you I don't do that like it's your journey it's your job and it and I suppose really it it translates to everyone else listening to this call I can give you the knowledge I can give you the guidance I can give you the support but at the end of the day if you don't take the steps yeah that actually that actually is on everyone as well like and I think it's it goes to show that at all levels like we live together and you know you are you are in the form of your life quite literally in terms of the commitment and everything you've shown and I think that's really important to actually it's the anchor that you've dialed in on that has made that happen it's not living with me it's not it's not the knowledge you've had the knowledge yourself we've talked about the knowledge like through me like I think actually for people sitting here and listening and understanding that you know they know I'm not superhuman, but sometimes me just saying I commit to it and blah, blah, blah is a little bit blase, but actually that conversation that you've had is no different. And yeah. I think it's really important that, that people listen to that from someone that, like I say, lives with me, yeah. but actually you are on your own finished journey as well. And I think it's important that, that people take out that, that you can have all the knowledge in the world, you can have all the will in the world, but you've still got to put one foot in front of the other and, and, and keep that momentum up to get the results. And and you you are not only in the form of your life, but you are definitely by far in the best shape. Yeah, hundred percent. I've ever seen you in and stuff yeah, like that, and it pays just... off. And it is it is about <laughs> just doing those little steps really, really often. Yeah, um, yeah, no, definitely. So I think it, it, I think it's important that people realise that it doesn't matter where you are, who you are with, in your environment. Whilst it helps, it is still your own step that's put in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. I think. Yeah, when me and I think we were talking on the group the other day about what comments I've had and I've had that I've all my life I've had you're obsessed and I'm like I'm not obsessed people share their life on social media they share their life with friends my life is health and fitness if you don't like it don't be my mate (laughs) because that is what I like that's what I love it's what I it's the environment that I thrive in so and it's where I, although sometimes I absolutely despise it, it's all, it's like, it's my vice. It's how I've ever coped with most of the stuff in my life that I've been through. It's, you know, there's only once upon a time that it was probably through bad means that I was using other things. But for the majority, that exercise has dragged me out of a pit and still does. So, yeah, without it, I don't, yeah, I, I probably, yeah, would have struggled a lot more without it. Definitely. Love that. Anyone got any questions? Come on, there can't be much time left. There's got to be about three minutes left. Uh, two minutes. Two minutes. Just thank you, Beth. I know, obviously, we know that you're relatable to me, but um, yeah, it's just really good that you can be open and honest, and other people can understand kind of the journey you've been through because it's amazing. Because I've seen Beth when she can't walk, 
Um, so like where you are now is pretty damn impressive. So well done. Thank you. Yeah, I think sometimes I forget. And I watched um, the video on my uh, Instagram the other day and I was like, yeah, I remember when the, <laughs> the doctor said, oh, you can only put the weight through your foot and pretend you've got an egg underneath your foot and you don't want to crack it. And you're kind of like, what? And then it was in Newcastle and it's like, right, you've got to go home now. And I was like, what? Kind of got home <laughs> and was like, oh, all right, this is real. I can't just get up and nip to the loo. I've, I've got to make sure that I don't put, you know, any weight through and all sorts. But yeah, I think like, you've you've said emma i think sometimes i just forget to kind of reflect and be like oh so yeah yeah take more credit for what you've done i think yeah because it is a lot and that sort of thing that you doing what you're doing now like even when you're squatting just just think back to when you couldn't even walk i know actually yeah i can do this i have got this yeah definitely i think yeah i was gonna say we might get cut off but no thanks all for joining oh yeah um bye but um thank you (laughs) thanks for joining and hopefully i can do this again i've really enjoyed it actually thanks Beth. cheers guys thank you bye thank you bye